Welcome to episode 19. I want to remind you in episode 18, we were talking about an angel and I was asking what the angel's name was and I wanted you to think about that. Well, I'm going to answer that in this episode, but first we've got to go to the gospel of John chapter 1, 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Hey, welcome to episode 19. I am fired up to be here. I have to tell you, that I hope you haven't waited a whole day wondering what that angel's name was because I have no earthly idea what that angel's name is. Now, in the Bible, it does not tell us what his name is. It In chapter 10 in Revelation, in Revelation 10, 1, and I'm going to read it again, I saw still another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun and his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book opened in his hand and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. And he cried with a loud voice as when a lion roars. When he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices. Now when the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered and do not write them. Now, I purposely asked what his name was because as I was reading that, you know, it said another mighty angel. And if this is your first episode, I have a way of trying to picture the Bible. I've kind of got to see it in my mind. I, I'm going to also kind of call that hope. We'll define what hope and faith and love, all that stuff, what it looks like. But I've got to picture it in my mind. And that's kind of how we see things. We've got to picture things before we can ever get an understanding of that, like an apple. If I was to ask you to picture an apple while you're driving or working out, some of you, I mean, you've got to pick, you know what an apple looks like. Some of you've got a red apple. Some of you got a green apple. Some of you got a big fat one. Some of you got a little skinny one, but everybody's got a different picture in their mind. But when I saw this angel, this big old angel, now this is an angel that wears a cloud. I mean, we're not talking about, he's got his right foot, I think it said his right foot was on the land. I don't know, let me look. His right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. So his right foot is standing in the sea and his left foot is standing on the land and he's wearing a cloud and a rainbow for a hat. Now, if you've got this pictured, when I saw this in my mind, I'm like, wow, that is a big angel. And it was... another mighty angel. That means there's more than one of these fellas up there in heaven. And the, and the name of this and this angel's name, God did not determine that it was important to you or I to know his name, but I promise you, God has named this angel. This angel has a name and God knows exactly the name of this angel. But sometimes, you know, when we're reading the Bible, we're on a need to know basis and we didn't need to know the angel's name. We'd need to know that this angel is alive, and we need to know that this angel can stand on the sea and one foot on the land and wear a cloud for a a coat or a jacket and a rainbow for a hat. 
we just need to picture that this is one big bad angel and it's another mighty angel. So I wanted to give you all of that point because a lot of times when I say things, you know, I just say it kind of flippingly, like everybody sees things the way I see things. And that's not true. I, I mean, I've, I know I'm kind of unique, but I'm here to help try to give you a little behind the scenes of what, how kind of I look at the Bible and how I've, re- how I've read it and try to, to try to incorporate it into my life. But when I say I've got a shirt in 1211 apparel that, that reads Satan is a punk and I've got the truth sign, the truth signs all of our garments or all of our clothes right now, the truth can say that. The truth can say Satan is a punk. I mean, I, I don't know if this is good, bad, or indifferent, but Jesus punked Satan. Jesus took the keys to the kingdom. Satan has had his, he had his free reign in this world. He had, he had raised hell on earth. Now, he is still active, and, and he has not been banished to the lake of fire, and that's one, another one of the reasons why I'm here, is that we need to, we need to figure out how to fight this, this demon and, and his demons, his whole horde, if you will, of demons. We need to figure out how to, how to kick them in the teeth. But he is alive and well, and I wanted you to picture this mighty angel that we don't even know his name, and now picture Satan, who is one of the archangels, I'm told. I haven't studied angels all the way out. There's supposedly three archangels. There may be more I don't know, but I know of, I know of Gabriel and Michael and Lucifer. And those three archangels were three of the top commanding officers or angels or however you want in God's army, and Lucifer fell. I'm told that Satan brought a third of the angels down here with him. And it's where it said, I think, where a third of the stars fell. And anyway, I'm in no position theologically to tell you about all of that. I haven't, like I said, I haven't studied out the angels. But I know that he's brought a lot of angels, fallen angels, which are now called demons. He's brought a lot of those down here with him. And so that's who we're having to deal with. But when we're looking at this mighty angel that's wearing a rainbow for a hat and a cloud for a garment, I want you to think about when we start, when I say Satan is a punk, I want you to picture me with my fist, however I want to shake it and however mad I want to get, I'm shaking my fist at this being, this demon that's bigger probably than this mighty angel whose name we don't know. And I'm shaking my fist. You know, Satan's just got to laugh. He's got to say, you got to be kidding me. Who is this Yahoo? And so in my power, I am nothing. But here is the wonderfully great news. I am not just in my power. I have the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to use. God gave me, I'm in real estate, so God gave me his power of attorney. He said, hey, use my son's name whenever you need power. Whenever you need something done, you have the authority, you have the power, and you have the ability to use my son's name wherever you need it. Now, I want you to think about that. I don't think that we understand how powerful that name is, but that name is huge. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I've told you multiple times that the 
we're in a battle, and I like the battle scriptures. I like to see things that, you know, we're this isn't no mamby pamby thing land. We are in a battle. We are here. We're in the battle for the souls of men. There is a heaven and there's a hell, and I'm here to tell you that in the end we win, but we can also win daily. We can def- we can daily defeat the punk, but we have to do. We can't do it in our own strength. We have to do it by the strength that God gives us through faith, the power of his name. And then I can't recall the exact scripture, but I'm going to put it in the notes to the podcast. But he says that he has elevated his word above his name. So if at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Imagine the power of God's word. If the word is elevated above his name, that's why I'm always encouraging you to get into the word, dig into the word, make the word the foundation of your life. And I know that it's a lot of words and I know that it sometimes it can you can be driving and fall on deaf ears, but I'm telling you, it has changed my life over the 28 years of me putting the word of God into my life. And building my life on the Word of God for 29 years, I didn't tell people I didn't know God from a billy goat. I didn't know anything about God. I didn't build my, I was building on sand with Jesus' analogy, but now I've started to build my house on the rock, and my life has totally changed. And I want to encourage you, if you want to start seeing changes in your life, start digging into this Word. Start getting involved in this, and it it will change. God is not a respecter of persons. If it changed my life, it will change yours. Well, that's enough for now. My my sponsor is going to get on to me. I'm not going to do a sponsorship again because, of course, I've run longer than I wanted to. But I wanted you to picture this angel. I want you to get an idea that we don't have to know everything. We don't have to know this guy's name to know. And it might have been it might have been a gal. I have no idea. It says another mighty angel. So I don't want to be called a sexist or whatever other kind of name somebody wants to call me. I don't know who this angel is. I know that it this angel is alive and well and that he is going to hand John or did hand John this book. It's incredible. The more I read this word, the more I love reading this word. So I want to encourage you to dig in. Thank you for listening if you made it this far, and I look forward to visiting with you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.